Welcome to the Daily Corn Meal. Today is Friday, June the 21st. Thanks for tuning in. The Daily Corn Meal is the Isla del Sur Pueblo show where we go over everything affecting our Pueblo and Indian country from politics, health, education, sports, and entertainment, and everywhere in between. Today, I'm proud to welcome to the Pocketu Studios, Rachel Candelaria, who is the Health, Education, and Prevention Specialist from the Department of Health and Human Services. She's here to talk about June, um, which is Men's Health Awareness Month. How are you doing, Rachel? I'm doing good, Chris. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks. Thanks for joining me again. And I just want to point out that Rachel, working for the Health Education Department or Division of the Department of Health Services, she's actually the first um, repeat guest that we had. So that, <laughs> that's kind of awesome, Rachel. How's it feel to come, come in the second time around? Uh, it's a lot better. Not yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're flying solo today without Miriam, too. So that's, that's kind of cool. How's everything been going in your department? Good, good. We just got done with our prenatal classes. Um, so that finished yesterday. Um, it was really good. It was a good learning experience for me. And um, hopefully I can do another one, hopefully at the end of the year. Okay, great. And um, oh, did you have a good turnout for the prenatal classes? Um, unfortunately, no. We had three moms. But oh, hey. I mean, three moms is three moms. Hey, three so. moms is three moms. That's three um, healthier exactly. families in our community. So. When you have a community of, like like we do, like that's really small. We probably have about 1,500 local members. I don't know. I'll have mm -hmm. to check with Zeke Garcia about that. So, um, you know, and, and the reservation's pretty small itself. So when you get three, that's that's yeah, making an impact in your community. Definitely. And hopefully with some word of mouth, we can grow that program a little bit more. So um, I didn't know it, but June is Men's Health Awareness Month. Uh, tell me about uh, Men's Health Awareness Month. Yes. Yeah, so, um so if you if you didn't know already, um, we took this initiative this year to start raising awareness in different health topics. And since June, you know, there's Father's Day in June, um, I kind of dedicated this month. It's not necessarily like a nationwide thing, but I just dedicated this month to, you know, all men's health topics and, and like remembrance of, you know, our fathers who we have that we celebrate this month. Oh, okay. Wow. That, that, you know, that's an excellent idea too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Taking the Father's Day month and, and dedicating it to, um, Men's Health Awareness Month. I, I honestly thought it was like something that was like national, but no. hey, we're a sovereign nation. So <laughs> it, 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 it is, um, national. Okay. So if you're on the Bakitu or Iketu or just a member of Isla del Sur Pueblo, Isla del Sur Pueblo, June, aside from the San Antonio feast day, yes which is our patron saint. And we also have the San Juan um, feast day that happens. That's a little bit smaller, not as big as our patron saint. That one's coming up in a couple months. I, I mean, in a couple days, mind you. But um, uh, the health education department has designated June as Men's Health Awareness Month. So, um, and happy belated Father's Day to yes, all the fathers yes, out there. Out there, You want to give a shout out to your father? Yes, happy or I guess happy Father's Day, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know, don't know um, Rachel's father is uh, Raul Candelaria. We we call him Baby here yeah. on the reservation, <laughs> but he's uh, the uh, director of public safety. Yeah, he's he's been with the tribe like thirty plus years, yeah, I think. So just and about yeah. Tribal councilman and just you know excellent excellent male role model for the tribe just in general, like you know just really good person. So ha um, shout out and happy belated Father's Day to you and all the fathers out there. So um, let's talk about you've got three prevalent areas of concern for for um, men's health. The first one affects um, the youngest of the the male populations. That is testicular cancer. Correct. What would you like our listeners to know about testicular cancer? Like what ages of people does it affect? How should we start uh, looking for that? What can um, we as men do to um, prevent this? 
Okay, yeah. Um, so definitely, so testicular cancer is obviously the cancer that develops in the testicles. Um, and your testicles are, you know, the primarily, um, they make the hormone testosterone. And as we know, testosterone is the main male hormone that, that helps your guys' bodies. Um, although it is the most treatable and most curable cancer, it does affect about 9,000 men a year. And out of those 9,000 men, 400 would actually die, um, unfortunately. Um, this is the most common cancer between men 15 and 34 years old. So it is affecting the younger the younger generation. Yeah, that sounds like like real um, pubescent men. Yes. That's where they start to see symptoms of that. And um, how, how do I detect that early? Like, um, So you're going to detect that by doing a monthly exam. And what you're going to be looking for um, is a painless lump in the testicle, a filling of weight either in your scrotum, swelling of the testicle with or without pain, or pain or a dull ache in the testicle, scrotum, or groin. Um, so, yeah, so it's just a monthly exam that you do yourself. Um, we have, a, a, like, a, a sheet of how to do it. Um, so if you are interested, you know, please stop by or contact me, and I'll definitely share that sheet with you. But it should be done monthly and uh, while you're taking a shower. Yeah, well, so before the shower, monthly, at least once a month, um, make sure you're, you're, you're checking, you know. And it's something that people aren't really comfortable mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, but it once a month isn't a lot to dedicate to, you know, um, giving yourself a good all around check. Um, you know, I think women are more comfortable, like with the breast exams and mm-hmm. things like that. But men kind of just men, men are the type of people that don't don't go to the doctor I, like until exactly. it's like. And that's that's a big thing that, you know, that I guess why I wanted to raise awareness is because, you know, men are, you know, oh, I, I don't have time to go to doctor. I have to go do this. And they're the primary, you know, support, like support. And we all look up to them. And so it's important that they take care of themselves as well. Yeah. You know, another thing is like, you know, if they if they put it off and they do have a lump or something, you know, that cancer can spread when they could have caught it early. Yeah. So early detection is, is just uh, it's going to improve your survival rates for this. Exactly. You know, like like so we don't want you to be one of those men that dies if you can detect it early early enough where you know you can be treated so let's let's say that i do come across something abnormal there you said the painless lump Mm -hmm. what should be my next step so you should go see a urologist um i believe it depends so okay so it's either you're either going to see your urologist or you're going to see your primary care physician and then they can refer you out um and then after that they that's depending on the doctor they'll run exams on you and then they'll determine whether if it is um, benign or non-benign okay and it, how it, it let's say it is benign it, it is uh, um, benign right benign means that it, it's cancerous right uh, no so yeah. benign means uh, it, it's it's not okay yeah. yeah I get confused you know I don't work in the medical uh, profession so, <laughs> okay, so and, <laughs> and there's listeners out there that, yeah, that right, you know right. that, that that probably are as confused as I am so uh, uh, maybe you know you, you don't want to admit it you know but um so um, benign means it doesn't have cancer, but if it is cancerous, um, how is it usually treated? Um, so you can either, of course, the radiation or chemo. There is other treatments that are starting to spring up in the medical field. That's just all determining on the doctor and what he thinks is right. Yeah, but de- definitely the earlier, the better. Yes, of course. And, and like I said, like just because you get detected with it doesn't necessarily that you're going to have to go through the, the chemo. You know, there's, there's other treatment options out there okay. if, if, it, if caught early. And this handout that you have here, it says the most common cancer in males, um, 15 to 34, but that doesn't mean that you turned um, 34 and you're <laughs> out of hot water with testicular cancer. Yeah. You should continue those um, 
those um, self-exams like yes. once a month, okay? Yes, yes. Yeah, all right. So um, let's move on to the next one, which yes. is um, prostate cancer. So tell me um, who should be concerned about prostate cancer. So prostate cancer, it's going to affect your men 65 or older. Um, however, screening should start around 40. Um, so, of course, your risk of getting prostate cancer is going to increase as you age. Um, also, what I found really interesting when I was doing this re research is um, men who have had a strong um, a, sorry, breast cancer breast cancer in the family, like a strong history of breast cancer. There we go. Mm -hmm. um, that can also lead to prostate cancer um, just because those genes that are passed on. Now we know breast cancer affects both men and women. Um, and so, you know, if, if your family has had a, um, a strong history of breast cancer, you know, it's good that you go start to get checked out, like I said, at 40. Okay, so so prostate cancer, um, it, it's a little bit more of an invasive exam, right? It's not Correct. something I can do in the shower. I'm actually going to have to go to a urologist, right, Correct. to get that checked annually? Yes. A yes. Annually, right? A yeah. Annually. So, yeah. yes, so they can do blood work. And mm -hmm. However, sometimes that blood work can come out wrong. So they always recommend that you go in for the physical exam. Yeah, so I'm right at that age now. I just turned 40 back in March. So like we're, <laughs> you know, and, and I was thinking like I would hear um, blood work. Um, oh, okay, it's not as an invasive exam because mm -hmm. like, like, like now there's blood work in that. But I still, uh, a friend of mine that's a nurse told me that you still kind of want to go and get that exam, mm -hmm. you know, because um, you can't really feel for, I think she called them Pollocks. You know, like or uh, um, that, that's what they're looking for when they're they're in the exam. So um, blood work sometimes they, it won't pick up that. Yeah. I don't I don't know if you know have any knowledge on that or not, but uh, that's no. something she did share with me. You know, and, and I mean I trust her. She's a nurse. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I mean like a, a, a friend. So um, let, let let's look at some of the statistics that you have for um, prostate health, right? So you, you went over the age. So um, later in life is where it starts to happen. But like we said before, that doesn't mean it can't happen mm -hmm. earlier, you know, especially yes. if you have that strong history of um, breast cancer yes. running uh, men or women in your family that, that mm -hmm. might have it and are definitely lineal. You're going to want to definitely uh, maybe start those exams earlier. Yeah, if, if, if that's something. Uh, um, and um, what what... Uh, th you've got health tips here. Tell me about some of those health tips that help us um, prevent this or avoid this. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, of course, we have the eating healthy and, you know, the, the limiting the moderate or like moderation in alcohol and stuff. Um, a big key to prostate cancer is also obesity. Um, so, of course, you know, eating healthy and exercising is, is a good way to prevent not just cancer, but any other kind of disease. Um, I know that um, you also want to watch out for your calcium intake um why exactly calcium leads to that i'm i i don't know specifically but it is recommended that you don't take more than 15 does it say there 1500 milligrams 1500 milligrams yes. of calcium uh, a, a day a day so your calcium calcium you should be getting from your food um so if you're taking like a, a supplement you know kind of watch that out you shouldn't be taking a supplement unless you're deficient in calcium so you know that's one thing too um Eating fish is also really good because mm -hmm. of those uh, those good fatty oils. 
Um, so yeah, just little tips like that. Just so fish oil, is that something that would be like fish oil pills? Yes. Like yeah, something yeah, that, that could help yeah. help with that? Yeah, also? especially if you don't eat like a lot of fish or you don't like fish, you know, you can always take the fish oil. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I mean, people complain about the burp and, you know, yeah. what I mean, like the aftertaste <laughs> or whatever, like from taking those fish oil pills. But the way I look at it is um, there's um, those omega-3 acids and mm. the, I mean, they're, they're just like so beneficial and... I mean, I'd rather have um, a, a slightly uncomfortable burp for a couple minutes uh, um, afterwards and then, you know, or up until my next meal, which yeah. is going to flush it down or whatever. Then uh, and if it's helping me prevent prostate cancer, you know, for the rest of my life, you know, then I think it's well worth it. And, yeah, you know, definitely. that's an easy little supplement that you can buy. They have it at most. Uh, um, I mean, most Walmarts, Targets, like anywhere like, you know. Yeah. yeah so um, uh, or, or I mean, but nothing. All supplements aside, I just know like nothing's better than just natural food. I, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Su- supplements are meant to supplement a good diet, you mm-hmm. know, and that's something that that people don't don't um, think about. And then, like you said earlier, the exercise it just has so many other be- benefits yes. to it, like other than prostate cancer. You know, th- there's a uh, good cardiovascular health. There's improved mood because of the endorphins mm-hmm. that exercises exercise releases. You know, even um, like a brisk 15 minute walk will just help yeah. you focus more it'll, it'll make you more productive i just think especially the older you get you know you should add walking into your regiments you know daily and just not stay i'm um, so stagnant and everything but um yes, exactly. you know your depression's gonna go down you're mm-hmm. just gonna feel better overall you know um definitely there so now um we're gonna move on to colon cancer and you have this one specifically uh, in a flyer for indian country uh tell us a yes. little bit about colon cancer um so colon cancer actually affects a lot of Native Americans. Um, you know, it's, and it doesn't just affect men, it also affects women. Um, so again, that's cancer that's going to begin in your intestines. Um, they usually start off as, as little polyps, and then if you don't get those treated, those polyps are going to lead to the cancer. Um, of course, this again affects the, the older age. So they usually say to start screenings at 45 to 75 um, I know it used to be at 50, but because there has been a significant amount of younger people getting colorectal cancer, they lower down those screenings to 45. Um, so, so yeah, like I said, it's it's a big cancer that affects a lot of people, especially here in, in Indian country. Oh, wow. Why, do, you, do they know why it affects Native Americans more? Is it like um, our diet? Is it um, like what factors are... are that I, I don't really yeah. know. I want to say it has to lead with the diet. Um, the diet too, too much fry bread. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's so good. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's super good. Like, you know, I, I love me a piece of fry bread with honey. But I mean, like in moderation, like you say. Of course. Of course. Yeah. You don't have to eat the whole thing. Like sometimes like you go to restaurants and they bring you like this gigantic one. And yeah. hey, if you're sitting around the table and there's four people, like split it up, pass it yeah. around, you know, share share the, the love and the calories and everything. But um, this one, I mean, unfortunately, I know people that have passed away from this, and, mm. and it just seems like it's almost um, like a death sentence. That's why yeah. early detection is just like like critical for this one. Yes. Yeah. So, um, um, what kind of screenings are out there for colon cancer? Um. So there's two types of screenings. There is the stool base. So that's where you um, you go to the doctor and they'll give you a it's like a swab kit and. Mm. You, you know, you get your stool and you swab it and then you send that back to the doctor and they they analyze it. And then the next one is a colonoscopy. Um, again, that's a little more invasive. Um, you do have to go to the doctor and um, it's essentially a camera 
and it, it goes in um, through Uranus, and then it it, um, it it takes pictures of all your your intestines, and then of course, if they see a polyp or um, or something abnormal there, then that's how they can tell more. Um, like I said, um, so when they are looking at your stool, I'm sorry to go back, but when they're looking at your stool, they're looking for blood in the stool, um, and that's going to be one of your main common signs. So blood, blood, blood in, the in the stool. stool yes. Okay, will be one of your common signs. So if I see blood, like I should just go get checked out, like yes. right away, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, like abnormal I said, blood, right? Because yeah. there, there's topical that you know, I mean, like you could get from, a let, let's say, yeah, yeah, hemorrhoid or like, and and I think you could kind of tell like when it's in the stool itself. Yeah. You know, um, or or you know where, where it's more like on the toilet paper from you know like where, whatever happens, you know, but um. Yeah, that definitely you, you definitely want to go checked out, and I think like um, colonoscopies, as invasive as they are, they catch other things, right? Like yeah. other digestive issues mm-hmm. that you might have, or just different different things. So there 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 is a lot of benefit for men and women, yes, you know, def- definitely for sure. But unfortunately, like the survival rates aren't as high as other cancer, right? So yeah, early detection is key in this one. Like I said, if you're having um, you know, different kind of bowel changes. Um, like I said, the rectal bleeding, abdominal discomfort, or, you know, just just feeling weak in general. You can also have like a uh, just a sudden weight a weight loss. That's, that's not normal. So you definitely want to go get checked out by your doctor and just let them know, hey, you know, this is happening. Yeah, and you do not want to wait until the pain just gets so intense yes. that you're, you know what I mean, you just can't stand it. And then you go to the doctor, I think just... As men in general, that's a mistake that we we mm-hmm. were guilty. I know I'm guilty of doing that. Like yeah. you know, I could have treated the cold like at you know <laughs> this stage, and I I wait till I'm dying. Yeah. You know, like till yeah, I I've totally lost my voice and mm-hmm. to go into the doctor and I, I, I mean like we've got like such a wonderful health clinic here and we and do. there's another one on the way. Like there's really not an excuse you know, for, for getting out there and, and going and get these checked out. So I really like, like these um, handouts that you have right here. Um, you have, what can I do? And I, I see there's a couple of things. It says quit smoking here, mm-hmm. eat fruits and vegetables, uh, weight control, get screened, exercise and limit alcohol use. Okay. So, yes. um, yeah, th- those kind of like just rain through throughout. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like I said, like everything that you're going to hear, like your prevention tips are just going to help out with everything, not just cancer. Like the diabetes, the obesity, like everything just correlates with each other in a way. Um, diabetes, again, like if you're diabetic, then you also ha- have run that risk of getting colorectal cancer. Like I said, they're all intertwined in a way. So if we just take care of our health, like in general, the eating healthy, moder- moderation is key. It's always like I li- like to say, like, I don't like to ever recommend or like, you know, say like, oh, well, don't eat that or don't eat this. Like, no, we're all human. We all crave the sweets. We all, you know, there's people like alcohol yeah you're gonna have birthday parties and social gatherings and it doesn't mean like you can't yeah and 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 my experience what i find is like like if i go to a birthday party and i don't have a piece of cake or i don't you know like i limit myself the next time i get it i'm not only just gonna get like one piece i'm gonna eat the whole cake yeah like you know like if you if you don't treat yourself a little bit that's just my experience it's probably Mm -hmm. you know not the healthiest in the world, but I, I, I mean, like, I, I'm a big fan of just portion control. Yeah, exactly. Also, you know, like, like you can have it, and I, I um, just you know, limit the amount that you have. You know, get mm-hmm. that, get, get, get your little, um, you know, your little fix because <laughs> sugar is a, a yeah. fix there and everything. Um, so, um, you have a, a brochure here on, on on diabetes and colorectal health. 
um, and how to protect yourself. You want to go over some of the information that's in this? Um, yes. Yeah, so that's actually an initiative that's going to start um, there at the clinic. Um, so as, as we like as we spoke about earlier, that um, colorectal does affect um, Indian country a lot. And it's a new screening that's going to be done in the tribe. Um, it's going to be done with uh, the primary care uh, doctor, Dr. Uh, Silvestre. And she's also going to work with our department. Um, we're going to have some of our diabetes um, patients come in and, and get screened for this. Um, there are certain criteria that you have to meet. Um, also, if you do see the doctor there, um, so you have to be native. You ha have to see the doctor there at the clinic. Um, and you have to be within a certain age uh, limit. So your names are kind of just going to be pulled randomly. Um, and then our department will contact you or their department will contact you. And they'll have you come in for the stool-based screening. Um, so, I mean, we ask for your participation. And, you know, we're just trying to, like, reach the community out there in this. And, you know, it's it's a way of prevention. So we're... I know they're really excited to get started with that. Um, yeah, and I, I, I really like applaud you guys for like the preventative um, um, work that you guys do here in the community because a, a lot of times a lot of communities are reactive when they start seeing like like high rates of diabetes and high, that's when, okay, let's scramble and get a program together. But you guys already have those kind of programs going. You have um, Cedric still, still yeah, part. Cedric, yeah, Cedric yeah. Still so what, what I really like about your department is um, you, you really think about like what's going on within the community. Like you just fit, Cedric just finished a boot camp to yeah, get people ready mm -hmm. for for um, feast day, so um, you know that 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 that's pretty awesome. Like yeah. I, I think um, you know you, you think about okay, well, what are the needs of the community? Yeah, you know. yeah, and and that's what it's all about. Like it's not about us, you know, what what we want, what we think it's best. No, it's what's best for the community, you know, how we can help out. Um, so yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and I mean, that was just like a wonderful idea because mm -hmm. I, I mean, um, I've danced for several years. I didn't get to dance this year um, just because I got I got busy with my um, son's graduation. And, you know, like there were just too many days to take. And so so many events, like when it comes to a graduation, <laughs> like, you know, like like yeah. there's this ceremony and that ceremony. And then, you know, but, um, you know, it it, it it was a wonderful thing. But I didn't get to dance. But like in all the years that I've been dancing, like I noticed like people would just passing out or they don't have the physical stamina yeah. and and the more people that that participate in the culture the longer the day is going to be and, and the more grueling and physically and, and demanding that's how it was we, you know we were there until it was what almost about nine o'clock at night and the dancers been dancing all day like they looked they looked exhausted by the end of the day but yeah so that's great that you guys are mm -hmm. doing that with them and you know like helping them cut a few pounds off or you yeah, know just make yeah. Making it easier on the joints and, you know, like all the physical <laughs> demands. No, I'm, I mean, is, yeah, yeah, I'm not no, even no, making really a joke because yeah, it really yeah. is. Because I, I mean, like I, I, I know I'm wrecked for a couple days after that. Mm -hmm. And I work out on the regular, but it's just like so different. It is. Yeah, it is. it's just like like different demand on your body. Like even just doing the Salido Los Santos, that, mm -hmm. those long walks, walks are just like, like they're just f different physical demands. Mm -hmm on your body. So well, that's great that, you know, you're, you're, you're helping people participate in those traditional things that are seem to be getting harder. And, and the older that you get, you know, like you're doing that and just everyone knows about diabetes. Oh, I mean, I shouldn't assume that everybody knows about just higher rates of diabetes for native communities, native and Hispanic, which we have yeah. a lot of both here, you know, like we're, we're, we're native and then we're also mixed with a high, high rate of Hispanic. Yeah. So, I mean, we've just got those demographics that are just yeah. screaming for <laughs> diabetes. Yeah, yeah and, unfortunately, and, you know, yes. Yeah, we want to avoid people losing limbs and, you know, getting to that, that point where they're dependent. And mm -hmm. 
-hmm. you guys just do like an excellent job what else do you guys have um in store for the community um oh yeah well like uh miriam had uh, mentioned or, or the last time we were here um we also have that risk survey coming out in in july august time frame um like i said i'm gonna try and do another prenatal class maybe october november time frame um see if we can get some more moms out there um I mean, it, and they don't have to be pregnant, right? No, they, no, we yeah. don't have to be pregnant to come to the class. They could be thinking about um, yes. um, becoming pregnant, and then the father is allowed to go to those yes, classes, fathers right? Fathers are allowed, or encouraged even. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> encouraged to go. Not allowed, but encouraged. Encouraged, yes. And so, so are, you know, any any support system that that mom's gonna have, you know, sometimes dad isn't in the picture, so you know, grandma or grandpa, you know, definitely all your all your support systems allowed to go. Okay. You know, encouraged to go. Yeah, great, great. So, um, yeah, you guys got do a lot of uh, wonderful work. Is there anything else that you'd like to promote or talk about while you're here? Um, no, not not nothing comes crosses my mind at the moment. I just want to thank you for allowing me to come up here and. Uh, oh yeah, and anytime. Share. You guys yeah. are always welcome. You guys, like I said, you do a wonderful job in that. Where can I get a hold of you? Because uh, I mean, like these pamphlets. Oh yeah. I'm hoping that I get to keep this one. Yes, and yes, yeah, that's yeah. Yours, so that's that'll be I mine. Because <laughs> I mean, like I'm getting educated here, you know, and and I mean, like me being a man, like. <laughs> You know, th these are things that I need to, like, look out for. And I mean, yeah. like, it's eye-opening. And that's exactly what we want mm -hmm. is for, um, you know, people's eyes to be opened and yeah. to know what's going on. So where, where can um, just somebody from the community pick up these materials? Um, so you can stop by uh, the clinic um, right in District 1. Um, ask for Rachel. Um, I work for the Health Education Department. Um, you can e email me um, at rachel.candelaria at ydsp-nsn.gov or you can go ahead and call my number at 915-858-6140. 6140, okay. And the clinic is located at the Iacatu Village, 9314 Wanchito 79907. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, is, is there someone over the lunch hour there at the front desk? Yes, there is. Yes, yeah, yeah. The people at the front desk. Yeah, and uh, I mean, just definitely great information there. Um, there's like four different uh, um, things. And I, I would encourage anybody out there listening to, you know, go pick up this information. If you happen to be there, if you're just renewing your ID, mm -hmm. pick it up, look through it. You know, a lot, lot, of, lot of information, maybe not even for yourself, but for somebody that you love and care about. You know, um, thank you again, Rachel, for you coming out here. Thank and you for and me. it's always a pleasure to have you out here. You're always welcome to plug whatever you want. You've been listening to the Daily Cornmill. I am Chris Gomez. Um, just keep remember that you can find this podcast if you missed the live one and past episodes of this podcast by searching the Daily Cornmill on Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, pretty much any podcast service. Um, we're available on and you can get this episode and past episodes of our podcast. Make sure um, to subscribe and leave us a review if you're enjoying the content that we provide here. Thank you, Rachel, and everybody out there in Indian country. Thank have you. a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.